0: Hi, I'm Albion Lyons. And I'm Doug Weiss. And welcome to Love Life. So I get this question a lot, Douglas, about purpose, figuring mm-hmm. out what we're here for, what are we supposed to be doing? You know, you know that I'm officially in my 40s now, and I can't tell you how many times I'm talking to an audience member and they're trying to figure out, you know, how come I don't know at this point in my life, what I'm supposed to be doing with my life. I look at everybody else and they seem to know. So why don't I know? And, and if I don't know yet, how do I go about figuring that out? What am I supposed to be doing with my career? What am I supposed to be doing here? Period. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Mm. You know, how do you find purpose? And you know is there some is there some method to it do you have some wisdom about how to do it <laughs> what do you, what do you think douglas
1: <laughs> i'm glad you give me such easy <laughs> topics to respond to <laughs> yeah. so uh, let me say a couple things uh first uh i don't think finding your purpose and and you know this is one of this is the big existential question that sooner or later everyone asks themselves, unless they are completely mindless. I don't think there are too many people like that. But why am I here? You know, what am I for? What would, when I'm gone, what, what mark will I have made in the world? Absolutely. Um, it's a perfectly reasonable question to ask. But it's not a question I think you can ask on the basis of once and done. I think there are people, and we all have probably met one or more or believe that we know uh, the the, the more famous, who knew what they wanted to do with their lives and did it and were singularly committed to that one thing. And uh, that was their purpose, if you will, in life. Um, I'm not one of them, let me say, that my purpose in life has been many things. And I want to say to people that um, looking for your singular purpose, I think, is probably not the right exploration to engage in. Um, You have a purpose as a husband or wife, as a brother or sister, as a son or daughter. You have a purpose as a friend. You have a purpose in your work, or you may. Um, You have a purpose in every avenue of your life. It's not a case of always, this is the one obsessive thing to which I am committed for most people. The second thing that I want to say is that I don't think you can find your purpose. At least most of us don't find our purpose. I think our purpose finds us. Mm. Um, I've changed careers. I've lost count how many times. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which is a nice way of saying Such can't seem to hold Gemini. down a job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I've, what's driven me has been largely curiosity, mm-hmm. uh, and and I and the ease with which I get bored. Um, those are not necessarily <laughs> good traits. But but each and every time I've explored something new and and learned and and started another part, another chapter in my career. I could have said, that's my purpose, but that's not fair. Um, you know, in, the only thread I can pull through all of that is to say that in each and every one of the things I turned my attention to, I found that what I enjoyed the most and what, what, what I was best at was uh, synthesizing, finding the right people and the right purpose and putting them together together to do the best thing that we knew how to do. Mm. And that, for me, I would submit is probably my purpose. If I turn this around and I said, did God have a plan for me? You know, To put this on an external and, and mm-hmm. spiritual plane. Mm-hmm. Does God have a plan for my life? Yes, but like uh, my old saying about crystal balls, we were all born with one, they just left the instructions out. <laughs> <laughs> God has not revealed that plan to me, and uh, uh, you know maybe I will find out in retrospect what that plan was. But here I am, a work in progress, and you know my purpose is, frankly, to be the best Doug that I can be, whatever that is. And I don't mean that in a kind of Pollyannaish trite way, but just to get up every morning and try to be, um, to do the best job at the things that have been given to me to do that I can D- to try to offer to the people in my life the best part of me. I fall short of this all the time, but my purpose is to try to do that. Mm. So when I encounter people who, and I do often as you do, people who are you know, struggling with that question, right. you know, what's my reason for being? I would say to them, your reason for being is something you will never discover in your life. It can only be seen by the effect that you have in the world. And to use the analogy of the ripple in the pond, the purpose of your life is where all of those ripples reached. Mm. All the people in your life, all the things that you touched— that were in some small or large measure transformed by their interaction with you.
0: Mm. I like that. I like it a lot. I mean, I would say, for me personally, the one thing that I know unequivocally is that the ribbon that runs through all that I have done over the years has always been relationship-based. Mm. Always. I My social capital, my my concept of human capital, my concept of value, all of it is connected to relationships. And I could not imagine my life without that. I know that I was designed to serve people. I know that. I know that I would not be happy if I were sitting behind a computer, punching buttons every day, figuring out how this is coded and that is connected. And I was not designed to do that. But I live, breathe, eat, sleep, love, building relationships with people and simultaneously helping them to become whatever it is, whatever best version of themselves they want to be. And that thing brings me such joy that I know I'm made for it. And much like you, we share very much in common the fact that that has taken on countless evolutions for me. You know, I, I, I can tell you that I've gone into many jobs not thinking that I would be able to necessarily do that thing, only to discover that it was the best opportunity for mm-hmm. me to do that thing. And, and even better yet, I never thought I could do that thing with the people that I ended up doing it with, and it ended up being the richest experience that I have ever had. And I realize that life is, as you were referencing, is not about us. It is so much about those in which we do life with. And it's not about what life has given us, but what we give to life. And the richest version of ourselves is often experienced in the giving away and not in the receiving. And I have loved and continue to love and will always, the minute I say to you that I don't feel like doing people or relationships Take me to the doctor to check and see <laughs> <laughs> how much time I have left. Okay, because Something has gone terribly wrong. Because this and I'm not that's not to say that I don't like my quiet time and my downtime. I'm not saying that. But when I don't want to when I don't want to do relationships anymore, something something is amiss mm. for me. And I would I would even venture to say that something probably is askew spiritually for me. If I if my life suddenly stops being about others and and starts being just about me, something went wrong spiritually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I I I get people trying to make sense of who they are and what they're designed to do, but often I think they're measuring by the wrong litmus. They're looking at in this social media rich world that trades what's real for what's virtual. You're looking at snapshots of people's lives that appear to be something that is the equivalent of me listening to one sentence in your entire conversation and trying to decide everything that you're thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, that you, you can't make a decision based on that. You can't look at what appears to be and assume that it is much of what we're measuring ourselves by, the, the numbers, the fame, the numbers, of li- the numbers of likes, the amount of money in our bank account, most of those things are going to matter very little, if not completely not at all, at the time of our death. Mm-hmm. And if we were to live our lives backwards, thinking about what we want said about us when we die, in order to make sure that nobody has to lie at our funeral, We would change the way that we live today Mm -hmm. so that the decisions I'm making now, the relationships that I'm building, the way in which I serve, the things I invest my time in equal the eulogy that I would be proud of to say that I could hear my own. Mm -hmm. That, for me, is how you figure out what your purpose is. What do you want to be said about you and then live so that that will be true? Yeah.
1: Uh, absolutely. And and, and, I, and I want to add that I, I hope no one took from my earlier comments the thought that it's not appropriate or important to have ambitions, goals absolutely. in your life. Um, and by all means, um, if there are things that you care about deeply or things that you just are excited about the possibility of experiencing, go for it. Do it. But... Um, <laughs> You know, it's almost beyond trite. Uh, You'll hear this every year at some college graduation. Some speaker (laughs) will stand up and say something like, follow your passions. (laughs) Well, I don't know about anybody else, but, you know, I'm trying to remember back to my college graduation. And uh, thank goodness I didn't follow, (laughs) you know. I didn't, I don't think I had a particularly good idea of what my passions were. I, you know, kind of had a lot of ideas of things that interested me. Um, but I wasn't somebody that was possessed by a singular vision of what I wanted for my life. You know, I discovered that as I went on and I, you know, I rediscovered it many times things that I, you know, that were at that point in my life my ambitions. But to suggest that, um, it's so so uh, blindingly simple. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> you know, just follow your passion. Well, uh, uh, you know, I think that's just bad advice, frankly. Um, you know, follow your curi- curiosity. Follow your interest. Um, uh, explore things. Be willing to fail at them. Um, mm-hmm. find out that they're not right for you. But whatever you do, you know, it's, we, we mustn't think of our lives as a once and done, as a you right. know, closed chapter. Okay, did that, didn't work, or did that, and let's just keep doing it. Um, be willing to, to change and adapt um, as you move through your life and have new experiences and find new things that are of interest or curiosity for you. Um, and stop worrying so much about whether those things... Are your purpose? You -hmm. know, um, worry about how you live your life and how you interact with people and what and 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 whether those interactions are leaving um, something with the people in your life that's valuable. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if you do those things, I think you're going to have an interesting and and textured uh, life. I think you're going to find that um, you won't be asking yourself very often, what's my purpose? Um, so yeah. I, I hope that's useful. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, I love
0: the be curious.
1: Yeah. Well, another episode of uh, Love Life. Yes, indeed. We thank uh, our producer, Kamara, and our recording engineer, Todd. And if you'd like to be in touch with us about this show or any other you have a thought about, it's Doug at lovelife.digital
0: or alvian at lovelife.digital
1: and most of all we want to say thank you to you our loyal listeners who come mm-hmm. back every week and allow us to be part of your lives
0: you give us purpose
1: indeed you do <laughs> uh, maybe that's our purpose in life uh, and if it is it's a good thing right uh, and we'll be back uh next week with purpose to talk to you uh, until then until then Have a great week, folks. Bye.